Today is September the 9th. Today, we'll hear what happened in Paul's trial. Today, as we read through the Bible in a year, please read Acts from chapter 24 through 28. This will conclude our reading of the book of Acts. In chapter 24, Paul appears before the Roman procurator, Felix. His full name was Marcus Antonio Felix. He was a freed slave. He was not a good procurator. He was very evil. He was cruel. Um, he frequently looked for bribes. And we find that in this case. The accusation is brought before Felix. The accusation is that in verse uh, 5 and 6, we found this man to be a troublemaker who's constantly stirring up riots among the Jews all over the world. He's a ringleader of the cult known as the Nazarenes. Furthermore, he was trying to desecrate the temple when we arrested him. Um, The accusation is made. Paul presents his defense. In Paul's defense, standing before Felix, he's been accused of being a ringleader of a separate cult. In verse 15, Paul says, I have the same hope in God that these men have, that he'll raise both the righteous and the unrighteous. Paul identifies himself as a Jew, important to do before the Roman procurator because Judaism is a religio licito, an acceptable religion before Rome. Christianity, the cult, if indeed it is a cult, would not be a religio licito. Uh, Paul identifies himself as a true Jew, but one who has now accepted Jesus as the Messiah. Felix chooses not to rule. He keeps Paul in prison for two years, and we're told explicitly that he was hoping to receive a bribe from Paul. In order to receive the bribe, he allowed Paul's friends to visit him, come in and out. How else would Paul get money unless his friends brought him the money? But it played right into Paul's hands. Paul was able to continue to teach and to train and to carry on his missionary work from prison. In chapter 25, two years later, Festus becomes procurator. Felix hands off all of his duties to Festus. One of those duties is the trial of Paul. So Paul stands before Festus and presents his defense. Now, the Jews came to Festus and they said, uh, okay, this really is a matter of our religion. Let us transfer Paul back to Jerusalem because, again, they had planned to ambush whoever was taking Paul 
from Caesarea to Jerusalem and kill Paul. Paul figures that out. And so when Festus says to Paul in verse 9, are you willing to go to Jerusalem and stand trial there? He says, no, I appeal to Caesar. And so Paul begins his trip to Rome. Now, before he takes off for Rome, Paul's presented to King Agrippa. Festus is the Roman procurator. Agrippa manages the day-to-day activities of Judea. Agrippa is king like his grandfather Herod was before him. Um, Agrippa, now Agrippa II, uh, comes to meet Festus in the early days of Festus. And Festus says, I have a case here I'd like you to hear him. He presents Paul to King Agrippa. His defense before Agrippa is to present his testimony, to try to lead Agrippa to accept the Lord. Agrippa mocks him. He says, do you think I would convert so quickly? Paul says, no, but I really wish that you were like me, except for these chains. Chapter 27, Paul sails for Rome. There is a great shipwreck on that journey. Paul ends up on the island of Malta, where for several weeks he ministers and actually plants a church in Malta. I had occasion to visit the island of Malta when I was a missionary. There we stayed in a hotel that looked over a barren rock, and there was a shrine on the rock that was traditionally the site of the shipwreck, the site where Paul carried firewood to the fire, a poisonous snake latched itself on Paul's hands. He shook the snake into the fire and carried on unaffected by the snake's poison. Paul eventually gets to Rome. That happens in chapter 28. He is um, put in a town called the Three Taverns. That's 20 or 30 miles from Rome. Caesar eventually calls him, and Caesar hears uh, Paul's uh, case. The Caesar by this time is actually Nero. But in the early years of Nero, Nero uh, was sane. (laughs) In the end of his life, uh, when things started to go bad for Nero, he began to look for scapegoats, and one of the scapegoats that he found was the Christian church. Paul was eventually beheaded by Nero. This took place years after this. At the end of chapter 28, Paul, in speaking to some of the Jews who came to see him, those Jews rejected Paul's words. And Paul quoted Isaiah, Go and say to this people, When you hear what I say, you won't understand. When you see what I do, you won't comprehend. The hearts of this people are hardened. Their ears cannot hear. They've closed their eyes so that their eyes cannot see, nor their ears hear, and their hearts cannot understand. They cannot 
Turn to me and let me heal them. Paul says, the Gentiles are listening, but the Jews aren't. And the last two verses of the book of Acts. For the next two years, Paul lived in Rome at his own expense. He welcomed all who visited him, boldly proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus. No one could stop him. Thus ends the book of Acts. No one can stop the expansion of God's kingdom. Like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Enjoy this weekend in the church of your choice.